What's up and welcome to the Commit First podcast. Today on the show, we have Anthony Trucks, which is an NFL player and also was on American Ninja Warrior. This guy's like doing so many things. Now he's going to be an author and he's putting out a book called Identity Shift. And he has a process in order to help you shift your identities to become the person you want to become. And that's so inspiring just to be able to talk to such a person and also to be able to ask him about personality, identities, and how do we shift ours, our own, and create the life that we want to live. So this is what this show is about. Let's begin. All right, everybody, what's up? And welcome to another episode of the Commit First podcast. And today I have Anthony Trucks on the show. Anthony, what's up, man? Nothing much, man. How you doing? Oh, good. Uh, bro, love to have you on the show. Uh, you are an amazing human being doing a lot of amazing things in the world. Um, a, a lot is aligned with the same values that, you know, that I work for um, to have in my life. And, but be, besides that, you also have a book coming out. And a book about a topic that, as I just told you before the show, came up in my life today, actually this morning. And um, without me being even aware of the word that you frame it as, um, you know, in your book and, and you know, in your, in your method. So I think it's going to be very interesting to talk about it. Before that, I would say, so anybody who doesn't know, like, you know, Anthony um, is, is a founding person, uh, family guy, business person. Uh, athlete, um, a coach, and an author now uh, with a book coming out in 21 days out of this recording, but it's going to be very soon. You can already pre-order um, the book, and uh, we're going to share a link to that later. But um, because you're doing all these things, and you're kind of just like operating on this high level of all these things, then I think you know, you're good enough to talk about this topic, and the topic is identity. So <laughs> let me just um, ask you, Anthony, just how did this came to be? How did you come to this word identity? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's a long story, right? Because there's a lot of life that was lived. I don't know if I came to the word, but I, I came to realization of, of where, I guess, the, the, the weight of it sits in my life. We all have these different experiences we go through. I just happen to go through a vast amount of different identity shifting things. And what I mean by that is there are moments that happen by chance or by choice that we lean into. Mm -hmm. And in doing the thing or experiencing the thing, it becomes kind of who we are. Like for me, I played professional football and I became who I was to an extent, or, you know, I was a foster kid given away at three years old and I became who I was to an extent. So there's a lot of situations where like I chose to open a business and start doing entrepreneurship. And that became who I was after a bit. Yeah. I, I've learned now, how to navigate that with better health, I call it, because not just physical health, but to navigate it with a better perspective of how to live a life that's enjoyable. Because if you just do things and everything is by chance, then you end up becoming someone you didn't expect to become. So now right. I can do it with intention and live a life with, with joy and peace more than I ever used to. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, I think it's this one thing where I started to realize that a lot of people's success and failure is not predicated on what they know. It's not in floating in their head it's we'll say some of it's experience but a lot of it ties to who do they see themselves to be it's it's who are you with what you know and what experience you have and if you are the right person 
you'll end up having everything you want. And, I, and it's not to say that the, the wrong person, there's no right or wrong person. Mm-hmm. I should probably say it's, are you the right person for the dream you carry in your head? Because if you are the right identity for that dream, it comes to life. But if you have something you desire, but you don't see yourself to be that person, you'll actually naturally self-sabotage. Or when you are called to do more, you won't step up and do more. So for me, I realize identity is a very, very deeply important piece of a lot of people's success. And it really controls our life, you know, invisibly, but no one's controlling it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy because I just, I I just, uh, before this call right now, I had a call with my, with my coach and uh, we were back and forth about this kind of like um, something I have right now. I have like a couple of opportunities in my business and I was wondering whether I should take them um, but it was, it just fell into the trap of, okay, so what's your fear of taking him? Like, you know, what, what's your fear there? And, and why, why do you feel maybe, and, and one of my fears was, um, you know, what I want to do in the world and not making it, you know, and yeah. maybe, and, and, and that kind of like, I guess it's one of my fears. It's like, what if I have this dream, but I'm not the right person for that dream. And yeah. Um, and so I guess it's a legit fear, but in, in, in some way, when you say identity, it's not like something that you can also control, hence your book, Identity Shift. Yeah, it is. Right? So how do we go about starting to shift our identities? Well, there's a lot of ways to do it. I mean, sometimes you just go through life and life will present you with situations you have to survive. And you can just surely focus on in the moment when things happen, I'm going to survive. The other way is well, we created a method called the shift method. And when we coach people through the method, the goal at the end of it is always to have somebody accomplish a very specific goal, which is one piece of it, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's based in like, I want you to get something accomplished and achieve. But the most important part for me is to realize that while you go down a path to achieve something, you inherently must transform. You're going to be faced with things that are abnormal. It, it, they're different than what you've done. It's out of character, right? But in a good way. And so for me, uh, what we looked at is like, well, what are the stages somebody has to go through to get there? And then how can we think them through it logically and then put it into a point where we're not having to consciously think about every day, but we just start living our life in a way to be certain the things I do today that I'm in control of become me who I want to be later. Yeah. If let's make it. So the idea for a lot of folks is we just go like, I want to get in better shape. Let me do some things, get in better. I want to fix my marriage. I'll just fix my marriage. It's all based on emotion. And right now. And I may do a couple different things, but I never really get to the point of, of diving deep and going, well, well, how do I think this through? Like, how do I make sure I'm becoming that person? And so we took it back and said, well, there's three stages. The first stage ends up being what's called your C phase. And I break it down in a stance of like the zone. I, I think that that identity we're talking about, it's like when you're in the zone, in flow, in, uh-huh. and like you're impenetrable. Like there's just, you've got great confidence. Everything seems to work right. It's just, everything is grooving. You would call it vibration. I'm vibrating at a really high level, right? That's the zone. And then what I found is a lot of people's inability to get in the zone is based on these stages to get there. The first one is, is the C phase, but I call it zone lags. What are, the, what are the parts of your zone you're lagging in? Are you lagging in communication? Are you lagging in the ability to um, own up to situations you're not doing that great at, right? So the C phase is technically in that same zone lags. I'm trying to find out what part of you is not operating at the level that it should, that you will finally give permission to improve in. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing for me. And it's a big thing for everybody is, is your ego will rear its head big time. It'll pop up and go, no, no, I'm good. 
I don't need yeah. any help. I'm yeah. fine. I got this. I don't need, no, I, I'm fine. I don't know. No, I'm good. And then what happens is you protect the place you're at. Yeah. So you stay there. Right. And when your ego protects that place, well, now you end up being stuck. And we'll, as humans, we're still doing things. We're still working on stuff, but, but we're not making any progress because we're not working on our stuff. We're just working on stuff. We're getting tired and we get burnt out and we get broke. And it's like, dude, if you just worked on your stuff, right? But the problem is to work on that, you have to see it. And it hurts to see who you are sometimes. Right. There's a time in my life, dude, when I, I looked in the mirror and I hated myself. I, was, I, just, I didn't like who I was as a man, genuinely. And so because of that, I finally allowed myself to see myself. And I also got other people to like, hey, tell me how, I, how I'm operating. There's a statement I love. It's, uh, it's hard to see the label when you're inside the jar. Right. So a lot of us right. live in this jar and we don't know who we are. So that's the first thing is see who you are, figure out your zone lags. Then what I call it's a personalized shift plan. And, and realistically, the plan isn't that crazy. It's you have to go and take a look at what are the things you want to have in life. Right. And then the next question is straightforward. Like, well, who has those things? It's pretty simple. What, yeah. what identity has those things? You want to be in great shape? Well, that identity probably has a clear picture of when they're going to go to the gym to work out, when they're going to buy their food, when they're going to cook their food, what they're going to eat, what they're not going to eat. There is a level of this human who essentially is dialed into saying like, this is who I am. And, and that's what they, they have that body. Then the same thing right. for relationships. What kind of person has a relationship I want? Well, they probably communicate. They focus on their family. Like they're there. They go on dates with their wife. They take their kids out to restaurants and whatever it is. That's what, that's what they do. That's the kind of person there. So I start looking and go, okay, well, how do I get you to become that person? To where if you look in the mirror, you go, yes, that is who I am. And well, that happens have, through actions. So, sorry to cut you off here. I just have a question. Because a lot yeah. of the messages that we get from the outside world is don't try to be someone you're not right? Mm, There's something we wrong. get. It's wrong, right? Yeah. It's like completely wrong. It's like so all these messages that you're growing up with, like, um, you know, also the fact of like, you got to love yourself the way you are or those kind of things. Sometimes, you know, they have the other side of the coin to them. Whereas maybe it's sometimes, it's sometimes good, right? Uh, be yourself. Yeah. But on the other hand, obviously you got to be that, that person that you want to become. So you got to see yourself in the future and then you got to be that person. Um, and, and in order to be that person, what you're saying is let's find other people that are operating on that level. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and, and let's hack into their personality or hack into their character. Um, identity. Identity. Sorry. Like hack, um, hack yeah. into their identity um, in order for you to understand now what you need to. And, and in order to hack into identity, you mean. These are like the practical things. What do they do on a daily Very, basis? Habits, right. like routines, right? Well, if you yeah, think about it, you are what you consistently do. If me and right. you sit here right. and, and we're just talking back and forth, the first episode of you recording a podcast, you're like, I'm trying this podcasting thing. The second, you know, maybe for the first 20 podcasts you do, like, no, nah, I'm feeling good. I, I, I'm getting hang in this podcast thing. Mm -hmm. A thousand episodes in, you're a podcaster. There's no question. It's who you are. And the only right. difference between who you were then and now is how many, how many reps you've taken. You've just done it a lot. Yeah. You are what you consistently do. And so people go, I want to be the guy who has a great relationship and marriage. Great. What are the things that you must consistently do to where when you do them eventually, it just becomes who you are to do it. The right. real key, dude, the real key is when someone can wake up and get to this realization where it now feels harder to not do that thing then it used to feel hard to do the thing. So think about this. If I, I, I use this because it's easy, like fitness. 
in the beginning for some people, it is hard to get a workout in. It's like, man, I got to do this and prepare. It's, it's a process. It's a thought. It's like a lot right. going in to get work. And I go, okay, I got the workout done. Once you've been doing that for two, three months, after a while, it feels really weird to not get a workout in. It actually feels, it feels harder to go to sleep at night going, man, I didn't get my exercise session. Right. I knew I was supposed to. Right. See the difference? Yeah. It's yeah. a different side of the coin. And when you're on that side of the coin and it's who you are, it happens easily. It'll happen. It's going to be hard work, but now it happens easily. So now it's who you are. And guess what the byproduct is? Well, now you got big, you got six pack abs. You got nice arm. Like you're in shape. That's who you are now. So when I say you, you go and hack a person's identity, I look at them and go, well, well, who do I see them to be? What do I notice naturally? And then what would be the things that I would have to do over time to eventually get to be like, that's who I am now. Mm. I love that. I love that. It comes, you know, um, I, you probably, you don't know a lot about my background, but I come from user experience design. I've been designing applications and stuff like that for most of my career. Yeah. And one of the process that we have um, inside one of the uh, deepest strategy sessions anyone can do with, with it when they start their startup is look at what is their vision and challenges. And after that, hack into other applications and, mm -hmm. and you know, take from their UI and see what do we love about that? What do we love about that? What do we love about that? Um, yeah. And so... Then from there, you can now shape what's called the wanted hero journey map, which is now like now you're actually shaping your app, but not before yeah. you understood what others are doing, which is great and took inspiration from that. So obviously we don't have to, uh, it's a good thing, right? We don't have to make anything up. Everything's like already there in front of us. We just have to look at yeah. it, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. I mean, it's all there. You see, I mean, I'm, I think that you do have to go and take a look and find. And I also think it's not one individual person. I think there are people right. who I like how they parent, but I hate how they run business or like how they run right. business, but I hate how they are, they are in their marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. There's different nuances, but like a lot of our work does come down to like, I want you to go out to the world and find the individuals you respect from what you see in an area and then look behind the, behind the scenes, like look between the lines. There, there are a lot yeah. of people that they're looking at, they're watching somebody do something and it's very interesting because they're not realizing what they're actually looking at. Mm -hmm. Like if I have a buddy who I watch, he does like, the, he runs a lot. And when he's running, he'll do like a live stream with his camera. And it's like, it's cool. Like he's out talking. Your buddy's David Goggins? Uh, <laughs> no, it's, no. <laughs> I've never met him yet. Yeah, no, Dave, Dave Hollis. He's a guy that runs a lot. And it's interesting. Like part of him was that he would run all the time. He'd run, go and run like seven to 10 miles. Yep. And you're watching him run, but he's not talking about running. He just is out running. And he's talking on his Instagram and he's giving stories and he's doing his thing. And he sits on a rock and it just, he's just, you know, going through life. And it's interesting. It's after a while you go, wow, hold on. This guy, although you're focused on the fact that he is talking and speaking and giving videos and doing, you know, I said, you, we didn't even notice the dude's running like, like 50 miles a week, you know, like yeah. the dude is. So it's like this, this natural thing. You don't even, you don't even realize you're looking at. Yeah. And you go, that's probably why. He can talk and walk and do his thing without being winded. He probably has great energy. He's in good shape. He's got good confidence. These are all byproducts of his thing he's doing that you're watching him do, but you aren't aware that he's doing. So when you can watch and go, oh, clear that stuff out. That Okay, I see that. That's what I like. That one piece. Now I can put on the table and say, okay, that's one part of my identity that I want. I want to have that kind of focus and dialed in to be in health, like health-wise, mm -hmm. that it's an afterthought. Yeah, it's just part of who I am now. Let's go to the next thing. How can okay. I show, have that show up in how I do my hobbies as an archer? I want to be an archer, right? It's the same oh, thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's how do I how do I attach that to that? Awesome. I mean, and there's like a is there a limit of things that you can 
I mean, obviously, yeah, I want to be a good family person. I want to, I want to be a great, uh, you know, I want to be in shape. I want to be um, spiritually fit. I want to be, you know, in a great relationship. I want to be a great, you know, all those things, great in business, like great financially. I want to have proper investments. Like I want to, like all these things that you see, can you have yeah. it all? What, do you, what is your belief about yeah, that? Hold on. You said you could have it all. It's no different than the way the brain works. So if you think about it, when you were a kid, say you were not even a kid five years ago, think about what you knew, right? There's a process for our brain where information comes into our prefrontal cortex. We learn things. It goes in, we're thinking of it, riding a bike, learning new tasks, figuring out the systems, you know, doing Ryan Levesque's Ask Method and Dean Graziosi's Mastermind stuff. You guys see the shirt? I see you. I know them both, man. Good dudes. So like that, that, that's the learning process, right? But then after a while, it kicks back to your hippocampus and it just, it sits there, in fact. And like, it goes from, from short-term, I'm right here, to like long-term, it floats back in my brain. And then I can pull it forward when I need it. But I just start stacking stuff. After a while, things for you are just second nature. All of them. Everything, because it's just, there's so much coming into the computer, right? Yeah. So what happens is people, can I have all of it? Yeah. Can you have it all right now? Not really. I mean, you can't probably learn how to um, maybe tie a knot and how to jump out of a plane and how to shoot a bow and arrow and how to program a computer all in the same day at the same time and get all of it. Yeah. It'd be just a lot. But if you spent, I don't know, you know, two, three months focused on the computer and two, three months focused on how to tie a knot, two, three months focused on archery, it would eventually go back there in its own area and stack nicely. Yeah. So the same thing happens in any area of life. You can have all those things. But it's going to take time and process to put them in place over time to where they become who you are and certain things become just your new second nature and instinct. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, and um, I, I I love that approach. So you, you're talking about, I think we're at phase two, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or, or mm -hmm. were we already at three? Yeah. No, we haven't got to, we haven't got to two yet, man. We got some work to do, dog. You ready? Okay. 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 Let's, let's talk about it. All right. <laughs> so, the second phase is the shift phase, the shift plan. We talked about this. It's it's kind of in the same place, but we haven't finalized it. So the big thing for me is once I know what my stuff is to do, I got to then have a plan and make it come to life. And the way you bring it out into life is unique. So most people go, okay, great. I got a plan. Most people have an idea, but they don't, they don't fuse it into their life at all. So what it looks like is I know I should do this. And then we don't do it. I mean, literally nobody does it. And what I found is a lot of people buy planners and they have no idea how to plan. I got a planner, I have some things I want to do. And then, and then nothing ever gets put into their life or it's like, yeah. it's a to-do list. That's uh, not a planner. It's a, just a to-do list. Like, no, yeah. it's weird. So then I found, I was like, well, what if we were to take the things that are most important right now, break them down to like the actual hours they take and then fuse the hours into my life between the most important things that matter to me, right? Then what I have is an actual structure for how I'm going to live my life. I believe that when it gets down to it, we do best, like, you know, when you walk into the room, like the weight room for, for training, go to the gym and you walk in, you ever walk in with no workout plan and just look at the weights and go, uh, what am I going to do today? Huh. It's just like, it's like a lost puppy dog. You wander in like, uh, what am I going to do? Right. Yeah. Opposed to when you have a workout plan and you walk into the gym, it's like, I'm going to that machine. I'm going here to this bar. I'm yeah. going to hit the treadmill. I'm going to do boom. Yep. I can get in and I can just focus on reading and doing my thing. It's way easier to give great energy that way than trying to think through it and do it. It's just, it messes it all up. So what most people don't do is like they, they wake up every day in their life and they go, okay, uh, I'm going to, maybe I should do this today. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should yeah. work on my to-do list, right? Yeah. There's no actual plan. There's no intention. And, and I'm talking down to the 15 minutes, dude. Like nobody does this. So what I did is say, well, what if I, 
created that for my life for the next month, four weeks at any given moment and made it to where when I wake up, I'm not thinking about what do I get? I don't even know what I have after this. I just know that I have a hard stop in the next 23 minutes. I'm telling, I'm dead serious. I'll check my calendar when we're done and be like, oh, that's next. And the reason I can, so I'm focused. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm walking another day. Mm-hmm. It's planned though. I planned this out a month yeah. ago. Yeah. I have a process. Yeah. So it's all done. So I'm just, I'm just going. So I get to show up to my day, get up and I get to give all day long without draining my mind. And here's a big thing. The things I'm doing are part business, part health, part relationship. It's all woven into it. It's all in my system. It's all in my day. So now I'm not guessing. I have certainty. I have control of what's going on today well in advance so I can show up to my day with peace, with ease, and do the work. And all of a sudden, well, business moves forward. So I make more money, and I save more money, and I have time with my kids, and my wife and I have date nights, and we watch movies, and I get my workouts in. It all just, it's a smooth flow. And the beautiful thing is after a while, I, I become that person. And if I want to level up, I just go back and say where I want to rat, where I want to crank it up. And here's what it should look like when you're actually making a shift. Yeah. You ever gone to a coffee shop or even been at home and you, you get your headphones and you sit down and like you're scrolling your phone and like it, you're not, you're not focused on work. And all of a sudden you go, ah, let's get focused. Yeah. And then you, you start focusing Well, the first five, 10 minutes, you're kind of aware that you're working, right? But all of a sudden you drift away and you wake up two, two hours later yeah. and, and like time just disappeared. You were, you, you were working, you were flowing, but all of a sudden you go, oh, damn, like, oh, I got all stuff done. Look at this, right? Mm-hmm. What I've noticed when you do the way, like the stuff, the way I talked about, that happens. It'll be like the first week, two weeks you're thinking about, but after a while, man, it's like a month goes by and then two months go by and then three months and you wake up, you're like six months later, whoa. I got a business making more money. My marriage and my wife and I were having you know, great nights and intimate and my kids and I have been playing games. I've been hooping like, woo, I feel different. Yeah. And then I have different things now. And that's the goal for me is not every day to be drudgery, but set your life up in a way with control and certainty and structure so you can step into it and let life tell you what to do today as opposed to trying to remember what to do and get done. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, I definitely love that. It's definitely connecting to a lot of things that also um, that I'm doing right now. And also just, I always say, you know, we got to understand what our values are, right? Um, it starts with our values or what do we actually care about in life and what do we want to do? After that, mm-hmm. we, like in my process, I have my clients rate themselves from one to 10 on all the things that they care about in life. After mm-hmm. that, it's like, why is it a non 10? Let's see what we can do. And then they build a vision off of that base, you know, they can build the plan, um, which is kind of interesting. It's kind of like, you know, in, in a way, it's very similar. Um, so I'm just thinking like right now, how, what if someone says, you know, I want to be, uh, let's say, I want to build a business. Like, but, yeah. you know, like when it comes to business, when it comes to life, there are some things that we can do, which are pretty obvious in a way. Like you want to exercise, fine, go to the gym, <laughs> decide what yeah. you want to do. Right. Um, in business, it's kind of tricky in a way or, or finances or someone who hasn't like never built a business before. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people are finding themselves um, kind of stuck on the operating level of the business. Um, is there anything different that we should do when creating our businesses than, you know, or the or this whole program, one holistic thing? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all tied in together. So 
for example, I look at all things in life where there's a matter of projects I'm trying to complete. I try to, I try to simplify it like that. And all projects have steps. That's why they have project managers. There's just steps at a project. So as opposed to saying, I want to build a big business and be, uh, identify as a business owner, like if you do the actions, the identity will come. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. You got to grasp. If you do the actions, the identity. so what can I do to make sure you do the actions and do them consistently? That's the question I ask. Yeah. Well, if we have a plan to proceed on, then it makes it much easier. So how do I take a look at the project of a business? Beautiful, right? Project of a business. Mm-hmm. Most people look at the project and go, okay, I'll do the first part. I'm going to go out and research some stuff. I'm going to learn some things. And then when it comes time to start taking the actions and doing stuff, they all of a sudden find ways to not do it. <laughs> they'll, they'll procrastinate for, for years. People will wait for years with information they're supposed to use. And then it's different information. Like, oh, well, yeah. I didn't do it because I got I to gotta relearn. It's been two years. Well, yeah, because you didn't do anything, right? Yeah. So what I look at is go, well, how do I break this project down and make it real in your life. And all it turns yeah. into is saying at each step is a learning phase. There's a development phase. There's a launching phase. There's a learning and a tweaking and optimizing phase. Most people don't infuse that into the schedule of their life. They, they just, I, I think I'm going to get it done. I'm going to launch that podcast next month. And then they never, never gets done. It's never in place. They don't learn anything. And, and that repeats over and over. Whereas for me, I go, what, what is what I call the action day? What's the day I'm going to start that piece? I don't look at deadlines. I don't say end of next month. I go, the day I'm starting that is going to be next Tuesday. Yeah. That's the day I'm starting it. And I, yeah. and I plan accordingly from the day I'm starting it. So now it's, right. it's not a matter of if it's, it's like when it's good, it's in here now. Right. Yeah. And then I look my life. Yeah. And the projects, they aren't based on how I feel about doing the piece. There are parts of the project that must get done. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, is I, I don't look at my life and go, do I feel like doing that? I go, it's in my calendar. It must get done. Yeah. It's who I am to get that done. Yeah. And I so what happens, I show up and get it done. And then the business builds. I take mm-hmm. the actions. It becomes who I am in time. Yeah, man, definitely. I mean, I think a lot of people are just not accepting responsibility for what's on their calendar in a way. Sometimes it's like, oh, yeah. I have to get this done. But you, didn't, you don't have to. You get to get it. I mean, you, you, you booked it in your calendar. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a way of looking at the optimistic side of it. I think a lot of it boils down to people just don't have a conviction over who they're going to be. That's the thing is no, you know, what's funny is actually there's a study done by um, UCLA and it found that when you start thinking about who you are, a part of your brain lights up of like a love and care. When they ask you to think about people, you know, your wife, brother, cousin, sister, your kids, love lights up. They'll point out and go, Hey, do you know this random person, a picture? And they go, I don't know that person. Stranger lights up in the brain. If they ask you to think about future self, stranger lights up in the brain. I love that. And so what happens is when we're, when we're thinking about the future, we're not even thinking about someone we care about and love. So therefore we don't actually, we don't sacrifice for that person. So what I'm looking yeah. at, when I say anchor the identity, you need to get to know that person. What do they like? What do they dislike? What do they love? Picture yourself, like think about it. Cause now it's like, I love that person. And yeah. it goes from stranger over to love. And now I can think about why I'm doing these things. And then it gets done. And now it's not a matter of whether or not it's in my calendar, it's like, no, that's who I want to become mm-hmm. to where this thing that's hard right now is easy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, you know, it gets me thinking as well. I hope everyone is listening and watching. Also, you got your wheels rolling as well. Obviously, it gets me thinking about, you know, who I want to become as well. Um, I, you know, up until you said like five years ago, like I was a completely different person. Five years ago, I wasn't an entrepreneur. I just left five years ago. I left my, the world in kind of like the high tech world where I built a magnificent career, like, you know, as a designer. 
but mm-hmm. um, you know, I worked at amazing startups and everything like that, but I left to do my own thing and I became like a street kid, entrepreneur, um, but I was also a sole provider in my household. So like all these things, and I found myself like dealing with being a real entrepreneur for the first time in my life. And so yeah. for me, for the past five years, I've been reprogramming my brain almost about any topic that I ever thought um, you know, possible and kind of like, you know, connecting to a lot of parts of, um, a lot of even like learning things that I never even thought possible about identity, about my own identity, about who I, like, and, and a lot of things that you're saying right now make sense, kind of like piecing things together from different like books I read and different like coaches I work with, everything's coming together, um, yeah. even with my own methods that I put together for my clients. Um, but I think it's a, it's, it's a, it gets you thinking. And I think the, the, the coming out of identity is very sharp that you're just like saying it's identity. Um, so yeah. can I ask you, like, um, I don't know if you've uh, heard the seminar by Jim Rohn about character. By I have not. No? Hmm. He's got a very good seminar on Audible about character. Um, I'll just give you the name for a second. If you ever want to. Um, listen to it. It's called Cultivating an Unshakable Character. Now, what Jim Rohn says, which is, which again, it's interesting, it connects to some kind of like, I, I want to find like the equivalence. Um, yeah. He says, character is what you have left with you at the end of the day, whereas some people mistake, you know, great people with charisma as leaders. But what real, real leaders are, they are the ones that build character. And character, it's funny because it comes from the world chisel. Eventually, it turns out yeah. it comes from the chisel. And, and chisel is like that, you know, the part where you um, smash the rock, you know, and, and, and craft a, a sculpture. So you take yeah. the raw material and you sculpt out with the chisel. You, sculpt, you chisel away on, on, the, yeah. on the material until it becomes the sculpture. And it's interesting that character has to do with chisel because, you know, if you look at your own character and kind of like your own identity in a way, that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to be intentional. There's a lot of planning, you know, in order yeah. to, to build, to, to create a beautiful sculpture, a lot of planning, you chisel around the wrong, you know, you, you break the nose, you know, if no nose in the, on your sculpture. So it's like mm-hmm. you, so you have to really have careful amount of planning and uh, careful work, but still be aggressive with it. Like make sure that, and, and you shape it throughout time in, with a lot of intention. So it, 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 it's very beautiful. As I, and, and, and he says, like, the people in life, most people in life don't build their own character. They don't do what's needed. They don't plan. They don't work with intention. So they don't build their own character. So what's left for them is just personality. So they have a yeah. personality, but they don't build their character. Um, how do you see that kind of like equivalence or, or comparison to identity? It's the same thing, I mean, same thing, to an extent. If, if you understand how to chisel, then it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. They, like as you mentioned, right, some people go in and start chiseling things and they, they bust a nose off because they weren't, they weren't being intentional. They weren't paying attention. They just are doing things. Right. I think a lot of us, we, we mess our own lives up. I think there's a great plan out in place for our lives, and then we end up getting in and busting it and ruining it. <sighs> so what, what I've noticed, man, is that you can intentionally choose everything that you are. Yeah, there's a great book, and this goes, we'll go a little bit woo-woo, philosophical with it, but there's a great book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And he, he, he talks about, like, okay. you are not who you think you are. You are the watcher. 
you're the person who you ever like had a conversation with yourself and go, why do I think that? Why am I bothered by this? What's going on? Like you ever had that conversation? Zion? Yeah. Is that, yeah. What, what, why, what do you think? Why are you worried about that? Why are you fighting with your wife over this stuff? That conversation is the you. And you're talking to the, 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 the you that you decide to be today. It's, it's a very interesting way of thinking of it. So if you can become the clear idea of like, I am not my house, my car, I'm not even, I essentially, this will sound weird. I am not the guy talking to you right now. I am the guy watching the guy talk to you. It's very weird. That's the, the, right. But when you realize that it gives you a separation and go, you know what? I can, I, it's okay to not be attached to this thing. Therefore I'm going to watch that guy try something new. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch him get a new job. I'm going to watch him build a business. I'm going to watch him be a better dad, right? Yeah. I'm not going to worry about the ego of that guy. I'm just going to go and do other stuff. And so while, yes, it still is you, let's be honest. I'm not talking about it's not you. It is, right? While it's still you, like if you give yourself that grace, you can completely determine and create who you are at any moment in time. It's already been going on, though. It has already happened. You just haven't been paying attention. Right. You, you have crafted this person by survival by experiences, by some choices, you just, you did it, but you weren't paying attention to what you were doing. Right. It's like, it's like whenever you're drawing something and like, you don't look at the paper and you look back and go, Oh, what happened there? Or you are intently staring at the paper. So for, for most people, it is the same thing. You're chiseling. If you happen to focus on what you're chiseling. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So, um, so true. Sometimes, you know, and that's the careful art of planning your sculpture, your own, you know, journey in life. Because yeah, sometimes we do chisel away too much at some area and ruin it. And now we have to fix it ad hoc. I guess a lot of, any sculpture has to, had to do that as well. Um, you know, it's kind of like, it's, it's a thing. Um, yeah. And we, we need to like, just be very careful with our planning. So can I ask you how, okay, I have two things I would like to discuss before the end of this episode. One yeah. is how do you, so how do you, plan correctly to who, how do you imagine yourself in the future correctly? Do you have a specific exercise for that? So that's one thing. And second mm-hmm. topic that after that we can get into maybe is manifestation. And do you believe in manifestation and things that, that you, you started talking about like your, once you have your identity, you kind of like, it's kind of like a tornado that you pull things into your life sometimes. Right. But um, intentionally or unintentionally, but anyways, going back to planning. Um, and by the way, just to, to stop for a second and say, we haven't talked about your NFL career, which is yeah, crazy. And we haven't talked about you. Though. Yeah, but we haven't talked even about you being a competitor on an American Ninja Warrior, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Crazy stuff, man. Like you're, you, you seem to always take yourself to the next level, like to, 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 to challenge yourself. And I love that about you. So I just want to say that because we're not going to talk about it, but I love the fact that yeah. you're putting yourself you. out there so much. Um, and um, okay, so, so yeah, how do we plan? Well, I mean, it's, it's honestly breaks down. There's a process you plan through. With any kind of plan, you have to have a structure to plan within, we'll call it. Yeah. So for me, the way that I look at it is uh, it's kind of like you have to understand what comprises an identity. There are actually different sections. There's like six different areas that are like the drivers of your identity. And if you understand those, you plan to those. You don't just plan and go, who do I want to be today? Like there's actually different segments. And if you break down what they are, it ends up being loosely beliefs, thoughts, actions, mindset, habits, and ego. I don't have time to go into all of my things okay. to explain it to the depth. It's actually in the book and it's all, if you can break it apart book. easily. Definitely. But the thing is, is once you understand what those are, now it's, it's going in and, and approaching each piece individually with intention. 
it, it, I think too many people decide to attack a problem without making it small. You know, like if I'm going to attack an army, I don't want to attack the entire army. I want to attack, you know, a battalion. I want to attack an individual if I can. Yeah. So I can, I can beat that individual, right? I can, I can yeah. approach that. So a lot of people, there's a lot of fear around like, I got to shift my entire identity. Yeah, but you don't focus on all of it together. You choose a couple of areas and you figure out what those are and you pull it apart and then you approach that individual piece and you build and you build and you build. So the plan is predicated upon you first saying, well, who do I want to be in these areas? And then go, great. What are the things that I must do to be able to have these pieces be real inside of my identity? To, to personally go, that is who I am. I am that person. I believe this. I think this. These are my habits. These are the actions I take, right? Yeah. And so that's the plan. You sit back and you, it's what I call your, your individualized, your personalized shift plan. Yeah. It's made from that. You design the identity and then you have a, a, a roadmap essentially of what it is you do. And then the last piece of it, which I'll, I'll briefly touch is you have to sustain. I call it a discipline system. If you have no system in your life to stay disciplined, you will never make the shift. You'll make some shifts, but then eventually you'll be like, you know, I didn't get it done and you'll beat yourself up. You'll feel less than you'll lack belief because you didn't accomplish the goal. Right? So the biggest thing people need is even with the plan is a discipline system that's wrapped around your life that keeps you on track. You do that. And, and there's a guarantee you become the back end. but the planning portion, it ends up becoming you understanding what makes up an identity and working to build those pieces. I love that. Wow. I mean, um, I think the fact that you can plan on different areas, that, like one of the things that um, I've been working on is, is knowing that it's, um, so one of my, one of my um, mentors is, um, so anyway, uh, Terrence, Terrence Johnson, I don't know if you know, uh, I do. um, ex Disney executive and also like a, the founder of like the biggest uh, that or the first Afro-American drone company, like really huge company, multimillionaire. But this guy is working all of us out of love and out of just like pure compassion. And and um, so he he told me like, Segi, you have to know who you're going to be. You have to really know, feel it, that it's there, you know, like, and you have to really, you have to feel it. Once you feel it, that you are this person, like in the future, your, your future self, then it will just, happen so now bringing this back to um maybe to now like finishing up the episode with like talking about okay so once you know once you plan you understand who you want to be right and you carefully uh, understand through the uh, six parts that you just mentioned and everybody by the way just pre-order the book uh we're going to share the link but you can just go to identityshiftbook.com and pre-order um you sent the code. What, what's the what's the code do? Uh, what's the I, what's the name of the show? I did give a code. I can't remember what the, the code is though. Uh, the is code is CF. Oh, does that sound right? That sounds about. Let me make sure. Uh, CF. I don't know if I got it here, but I'm gonna put it in. So yeah, we'll make the code CF, which essentially means that if they go get the book, they go to the identityshiftbook.com, uh-huh. use the code CF. What'll happen is you'll be able to get, once you've bought the book, the first 10 people, I'll actually give them an autographed copy of the book. Ah, uh, and then exactly. on top of that, everybody will get a free audio book. Once they've bought the book, obviously, you get a free audio book, you get a free digital workbook, and, sorry, free digital workbook and a free digital workbook, which essentially means you get to go through the book in whatever format you want. And then there's a workbook that goes along with it 
that actually shows you how to do what we're talking about here. It's, it is the process in the book so you can apply what we're talking about. I love that. And by the way, so this is uh, right now with pre-order, right? 21, 21 days until yeah. launch for now. Yep. Probably launch it will be. Yeah, probably but the, the, the books will be shipped out 24th, I believe, uh, from yeah. Amazon. Or you'll get them before that. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, the day that it releases, that morning, you'll get the audio book, the workbook, and the digital book. It'll come in immediately into the inboxes. That's really awesome, man. It's really awesome. Um, so first of all, good luck on the launch. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Um, I just started writing my first book as well. So right now, I just, uh, just started working on it. And it's exactly like you said, when I put something in my calendar, I just, you know, I don't have a deadline for it, but I just said next Tuesday, I'm starting to work on it. And I just started. So I just, um, I really just started. Yeah, that's um, that's a great way to look at it, man. I mean, the thing for me is always that level where um, we, we are usually presently unaware of the level we're not at. It's very weird. Like, I know I want more, but people don't go like, what am I, what am I falling short of? And you stop and think about it for a second. Like, I guarantee there's a level you operate well above most people. But if we sat down and I started like asking you questions about where are you at really, where do you want to go really? And we started pulling apart the things that are not part of your identity. You'd be surprised at how much room you have. And like, and there's a, a great quote is the biggest room in the world is a room for improvement. And so like, I'm not perfect, but I am consistently putting things in my life to stretch my identity. If I'm going to lead this charge, I have to do it. So I work with people who are in the same thing, like, yeah, I do this, I do this. I said, great. I'm great. I'm happy you do that. I'm not taking anything from that. But if we sat down and figure out where do you want to go? First off, is there something that makes your butt pucker because you're so scared of having to do it? If you don't have that thing where it's like, like I have I want to get on like TV shows and I want to do movies later on in life for no apparent reason. I just, cause I'm weird like that, but that makes me a butt pucker to think about raising the bar to that level. It's like, oof, right. But I gotta have that or else I won't yeah. become the guy who has that. Yeah. And most people don't have that. And if they do have it, it just sits there dormant. They don't tell anybody. I ask people sometimes like, what's the big thing? Oh, it's this. I go, if I called your best friend, would they say the same thing? Right. Oh, they right. wouldn't. Well, then why wouldn't your best friend? Yeah, that means you're not you're not telling anybody about it. So you ain't you're not trying to go do that, right? So there's these levels where we can all expand, is what I'm saying. Dude, I love that. I love that so much. And uh, so we, you have to go. You have the hard stop. So we want to, to talk about right. manifestation so much. But thank you so much for coming on the show, Anthony. And yeah, no problem. Um, everybody, go download the book identityshiftbook.com and enter the code CF for the commit first in order to get your. Uh, bonuses. Thank you so much, Anthony. And uh, we'll see you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read the book first and then we're going to have you on the awesome. show maybe back again. Beautiful, man. Count me in. All right, brother. Take care. All right. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye.